You're listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland and KQAC HD3 Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. Welcome to Casual Sex. I'm Carrie Cohen. And I'm Leslie Harper. The goal of our show is to explore ideas, the ways we limit ourselves, and the ways in which we expand our understanding of sex, love, and relationships. You can join our discussion tonight by texting us at 971-220-5979, or you can call us at 503-233-9729. And we also want to uh, announce that on September 7th, we are going to be doing a live show for our anniversary show, because it's been just about a year that we've been on air. And uh, it's going to be at uh, uh, Kelly's Olympian. Is that what it's called? Kelly's yeah. Olympian, mm-hmm. the bar that's downtown. Yep. Um, on what? What is that? Like Washington? I don't know what it's on. <laughs> Kelly's Olympian. <laughs> we're like anyway. Just find it. Google it. Yeah, it's pretty easy <laughs> to find. And we're. Uh, uh, it's going to be on uh, Friday, September seventh, from nine to ten. And uh, so it's not exactly a live show. We're recording it there. We're right. going to be in front. We're going to be with an audience though. Right. But we want. Mm. But we want people to come. Uh, and join and join the fun. It is. Um, let me just interject yeah, here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Kelly's Olympian is at four two six Southwest Washington Street. I was right. Downtown. It's on Washington. Washington. Fourth and Washington. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we want. So we want people to be there for sure. To we're going to do the show live, and that means that you you can interact with us live. Um. And then and then yes, and then it'll air uh, the following Thursday. Right. But uh, but how fun, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll have like our text questions and all that, but that'll be on paper. So like when you walk in, you can you'll have an opportunity to still have anonymity, but be in the audience. Yeah. While we read your text question. Yeah, and, and ta- then you can also like respond. I mean, you actually write a text question with a pencil and paper. Can you imagine yeah. such a thing? And can you imagine back in getting, the day? That's how people did everything. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh. People get to meet us. I just all of a sudden realized that means I'd have to like. Put on makeup or something? Put on clothes. Oh, put on clothes. Yeah, well. Pants. I, I can't wear my house gotta, bra. You gotta wear pants. I can't yeah. wear my house bra and no. my... No. But yeah, I'm, sure everyone, I'm sure everyone is just dying to meet us because we're, we're obviously so so cool and interesting and fun. Yeah, so, and humble. And Yeah, we're... <laughs> yes, plus, plus very humble. 
so we uh, anyway, we hope you'll come. It's being yeah. uh, it's we're going to be joined by the ra- the X Ray Show uh, product of the '80s, which is hosted by D Q Scott, not DJ D Q Scott. <laughs> Product well. of the 80s. So that sounds like, I'm assuming that means some 80, good 80s music. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That's what I'm talking about. I wonder if he's born in the 80s. Yeah. People were born in the 80s now. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you mean? Oh, you, this guy. What is, is he, born? like three? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you mean because <laughs> because it says product of the 80s as well. Oh, product wondering. of the 80s. Or if well, it's just like his, could, music, we were his work as a product of the, of the 80s as well, but we were just teens. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe, I'm just wondering if it's literal or. Right, you know, right, or if he was actually born in the eighties. I mean, he was, well, bo- liter- he was born in the eighties. Liter- literal, right, or listen, figurative. Listen, he's our producer basically says he was in born the same, in the eighties. He's basically the same age as us. It's not that different, really. <laughs> no, like he. I mean, there's some sure. references, yeah, uh, some cultural references that are going to be different. Yeah, even though you know, I became a full grown adult in the eighties, but we sort of did. We. I'm older than well, you. Well, it depends even, on if you mean legally or right. You know, I mean, otherwise. I don't. Were our frontal lobes all the way developed? Eh, they were heading there. I was a. I was a actually. 19, I turned eighteen in nineteen ninety. You did. Mm-hmm. I was born in seventy two. Yeah, mm-hmm. I turned twenty. I was mm-hmm. born in nineteen seventy. Nobody needs mm-hmm. to know that. Well, then why did you say it? I don't know. You said it first. Well, I, how, <laughs> if I jumped off a bridge, <laughs> uh, you so would actually follow me because you would have probably. to save me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't swim. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're talking, of course, as always tonight, about all things sex and relationships and romance. And um, and uh, and first, we're going to check in because I have something to check in about what happened to me oh, goodness this gracious. past week is mm-hmm. that I had a breakup. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Hold on. Yeah. I have something for this. Okay. Do you? No, I do. I, oh, it's upside down. Yeah, I was like, that's how, the problem. I, it's so funny, you guys. The sound machine was upside down. And I was like, what? I don't recognize any of these symbols. Yeah. That's what happened to my relationship. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I should be a sound effects person. That was like, because I was really good at that. I was really quick and on top of it. You were. Had to preface it a lot. Yeah, exactly. Had to say that it was on a sound machine. (laughs) Hey, I have a sound machine. Yeah. And I'm holding it upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, um, I thought it was a good opportunity to talk about the ways in which breakups can be so awful and difficult. And because it's been awful for me. And if you want to send texts of consolation to Carrie, please, please. Um, Should because breakups yeah. stink bums. The worst, and I, you know, there's no. The main thing I know about them is that there's no way to get around how uh, they they. You just got to go through them, and they're unbearable. Yeah. Well, just like with anything painful, but it becomes much more apparent oftentimes. Yeah, because it's just a horrible loss. You can't hop over any kind of trauma. No, exactly. You got to actually go through it to get to to resolve some of the issues around like basically if you try to hop over it it's still sitting there later when you come back right and so you're speaking to the ways in which you know whenever we have breakups uh our job is not to focus on the other person but instead to focus on what did i do what how did i how was i how did i how did i create this in my life right but not on like why am i terrible Right. Well, and that's the other thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can text us 971-220-5979 with any of your breakup stories or anything related to breakups, uh, questions, comments, stories, anything like that. Um, yeah. That's the other thing is that most people will uh, <coughs> uh, take breakups and use them to then 
focus on like the delusions that we all have about ourselves like like well that's because I'm unlovable I'm just unlovable yeah or you know nobody will ever love me or I'll always be alone or all those things which I do a lot less of these days I have to say that's um, true I in fact I would say I don't do I don't do any of three of those things I, I haven't done any of those things actually don't I haven't experienced it as me being unlovable but in the past that is exactly mm-hmm. where I went well that's a huge crux of the problem for you what they they're feeling unlovable or yes. or, or un, not chosen or yes you know. right exactly and I didn't notice that either you know what? well after the breakup and incidentally dear listeners we had a, mm-hmm. a day of mm-hmm. drinking and, and helping and me. I was like well, I was like yeah definitely I'll join you one day of drinking and then we're gonna <laughs> stop this <laughs> we're gonna stop this and we're gonna move forward uh. but um you know um, anyway, uh, you know, I, I did notice a difference in the way that you were talking about it because even though I felt like I could see the way that your addiction was informing some of the things you were saying, mm-hmm. it wasn't as speci- specific to my addiction. By things, the way, is my love addiction. Like yeah, her love love addiction. Love addiction. Um, about the it wasn't really you weren't doing a lot of beating yourself up around it. Yeah, no, I, I'm really, I'm so much better these days with that. I think now the thing that, again, I think a lot of people do with breakups is that um, my, my the thing I have to watch is the tendency to have delusions about what the other person is thinking or doing. Oh, right, doing. the magical thinking. Yes. I want to point one thing out that you just said, mm-hmm. which was you said oftentimes people will use a breakup as... Um, uh, the impetus to um, focus on all of the ways in which they suck, basically. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, no, I actually meant it more like well, yes, no. That well, is. That I mean, is I was I, paraphrasing, yes. but yes, that's you know, right. all the things that are wrong with them. Oh, right. No, um, I thought you were talking about something else. Yeah. I said, but yes, that and, is what I said. and I was thinking, what's interesting about that is that a lot of other people will use the breakup as a as a reason to or as a way to say all of the things about the other person that suck. Yeah, that the, that's the difference between this is I've always thought that there were two kinds of people in this world, the people mm-hmm. who take the things that have wounded them and use them to hurt others and people who have taken the things that have wounded them and use them to hurt themselves. Yeah. And I always uh, uh, choose to have in my life the second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. because um, and interestingly, though they intersect, right? They do. They of course because hurting yourself you do. always ends up hurting other people. Yes, hurting exactly. other people always ends up hurting yourself. Yes, but that's yeah. Right. But you know what I mean? Like I do. I've I uh, I wish I would do more of of uh, how of how what what the other you know that the other person was the problem i do a lot more of like well obviously i'm the problem or obviously i'm like unlovable or obviously i'm you know mm-hmm. not good enough or or you know or here's something i could have done differently or you know mm-hmm. that's more of what i think what i do mm-hmm. and i think you know a lot of people do so yeah here's your text challenge by <coughs> the way your text challenge is what was your worst breakup ever and how did you handle it mm, good i like it text us at 971-220-5979 with your worst breakup ever and how'd you handle it? Oh my goodness. Yeah. This was <laughs> certainly not mine. I would, yeah, go ahead. What was your worst breakup ever? Uh, well, it was a long time ago. I mean, I don't know if it was the worst breakup ever, but it, it, it's the one that's the most memorable, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and I, his name, let's see, his name was Ethan, mm. um, which wasn't his name. 
Yeah, we're just going to call him Ethan because that Ethan. was his name. No, no, but it really wasn't this time. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's one of Carrie's jokes is she'll be like, let's call him <laughs> John because that's his name. It's really funny. Anyway, no, his name was not Ethan, but let's okay. just say that because I actually do really like him as a human these days. Okay. Um, but, um, but this is like basically he was a worst boyfriend mm. of all time. And he was <laughs> the only one that I really tried to keep around. Right, which is something to look at, people. Like, like, oftentimes I would be like, well, clearly this isn't working. And I would find all kinds of reasons to mess it up. And I would, you know, just let it kind of fade away and or, or blow up or whatever. And, mm. and typically be pretty okay with it in the scheme of things, even though I wasn't okay at all, period, yeah. right? But this guy was so, so, like, like... I went and house that one time and he came over and um, my friend whom I was house sitting for had put a nail through his hand while he was at work. And so he had a prescription for Vicodin that, you know, he was actually using for pain. And Mm. so, so unlike me, I'll be honest, I'll be full disclosure. um, (laughs) Back in the day, if if someone gave me Vicodin for pain, it would generally be gone very fast. And I'd be like, damn it. Uh (laughs) And I still have pain um, because I really like the stuff. So um, I don't take it anymore really. But, um, but anyway, uh, he had, you know, a pretty serious addiction to pills, and, and he just really addictive. He wanted things all the time. He wanted, and he had no. It didn't seem to have any concern about how any of his actions would affect me or anyone else around him. Mm. And so he, like, I was house sitting. He came over. He found the pills. He took a bunch of them, and then rather than like kicking him out, I like hid them, <laughs> like, like, you know, like a like a battered. Mm-hmm. housewife in 1952 mm-hmm. I hid them and was like now you can't find them and we're all good and everything's gonna be fine <laughs> now right so then I go to like put them back on the shelf from the you know drawer that I'd hid them in and they were all gone because he had found them of course he did because especially you know addicts will find what they need yeah like they, it, well they'll keep looking and looking until and it's they silly can. that I didn't know that but anyway that's yeah. just one example and sure. that basically it was just like a, a snowball of all of these kinds of things mm-hmm. that would happen constantly like that just terrible, terrible, terrible boyfriend. But what was the And they came up? home and I was like, sorry that my boyfriend took all your drugs. Yeah, that's, oh, that's terrible. Um, what, but was it a terrible breakup? Like, do you have a story there? Yeah, the breakup was that he, um, so I, we kind of broke up where he was like, I don't want to, you know, date you exclusively anymore. And then I went and got terribly drunk mm. at um, uh, um, Tom's Sports Bar and sure, up um, in division. Oh no, not 39. Tom's. It's the one uh, Claudia's. Claudia's sports oh, bar. Oh, Claudia's. Uh, Hawthorne um, and then mm-hmm. the 30th. Right. And met someone. <laughs> I, I happen to know where the bars are. That yeah. doesn't mean anything. I know about where the bars me. are. Too. It doesn't mean I anything. I used to know everyone yeah. and they had, they had video poker and when it opened. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, not, not anymore, hopefully. Um, so he. He, he was staying with us too, which is weird. He was also friends with my roommates and he was staying with us for a little while before he went back to New York for a, for like the summer. And so I brought this guy home and he wasn't staying in my room anymore. He was staying downstairs and um, he came up and like, I had the door locked and he like kicked the door in. <gasps> and as he was pounding on the door and demanded to come in, the guy who was completely naked went on the roof outside my oh. window. Um, <laughs> And it was just really, really horrible. And then I ran down there and was yelling at him. And he took a frying pan and tried to bash my <gasps> windshield in with a frying pan. Oh my God. Um, but it was a Volvo That's not scary wagon from 1980, and so it just bounced. It, it kept going did. bong, bong. <laughs> it was funny. And then the next day, the the, the um, frying pan was all smashed like in. <laughs> yeah, I was like bong, bong. And then at the end, the frying pan was all smashed in. And my roommate Ralph was like, "How am I going to make omelets?" <laughs> anyway, it was very dramatic. 
<laughs> for everybody, obviously. Yes. And I was like in my bathroom screaming in the yard. And then he tried to run over me when he drove off. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, you know, uh, we, we have to take a break. Uh, but this is really great. This is, I have, I'm going to tell uh, some breakup stories, too. I bet Leslie has more, just a guess, <laughs> um, when we come back from our break. Uh, but you should send us your texts telling us about worst breakups ever that you ever had and how, how you handled it. And you can text us at 971-220-5979 with your worst breakup. And we'll be right back right after this break. Never know how much I love you Never know how much I care When you put your arms around me I get a fever that's so hard to bear You give me fever When you kiss me fever When you hold me tight Fever In the morning A fever all through the night Sun lights up the daytime Moon lights up the night I light up when you call my name And you know I'm gonna treat you right You give me fever When you kiss me fever When you hold me tight Fever In the morning A fever all through the night Everybody's Got the fever, that is something you all know Fever isn't such a new thing Fever started long ago Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he put his arms around her he said, Julie, baby, you're my flame, now give us fever When we kiss us, fever with thy flaming use Fever, I'm a fire, fever, yeah, I... Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cardinal Club, a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m. to midnight Monday through Thursday and 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Located between Burnside and Cooch on Northeast 28th, Cardinal Club plays vinyl when they're not streaming X-Ray FM. More information available at cardinalclubportland.com. We're back with Casual Sex, and tonight, uh, well, as usual, we're talking in general about sex and relationships, but... Uh, we are. We started off by talking about breakups because I had one this past week, and uh, and then we started, and then we we challenged all of you to send us texts with your worst breakup stories ever, and and how you handled it, or not even how you handled it, just any story of a horrible breakup or a good great breakup or worst breakup or whatever. Text us at nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine, or you can call us at five zero three. Two three three nine seven two nine. So um, most of my what I was gonna the stories I was gonna tell is is that um, most of my breakups uh, when I was for instance in my twenties were all they were always like like I didn't I, I he would just he would always just sort of like start pulling away 
and then suddenly there was another woman. It was like there was never, and, and at some point I got really tired of that. And so this poor dude, we, we'd only been together about nine months, which, you know, in, I don't know, at this point in my life doesn't sound that long. And I was so tired of men doing that to me that I, and I just felt like, you know, what a wuss. Like either, you know, break up with me and then get with the new girl. But they never would. They would just like slowly just sort of, you know, uh, fade away. And then there would be a new girl in the scene. So Ew. what I did was I, uh, this this guy, after our nine-month relationship, he was doing exactly that. And uh, one time, and I'd had it. I was tired of being treated that way. So I called this guy up and I said, uh, do you want to come over and take a walk? And he said, okay. So we came over. And we took, we started taking a walk. And I said, "Well, I so I took you on this walk because I'm, I wanted to break up with you." And he said, "Well, yeah. I mean, I think we already." And I was like, "Oh no! Oh no, we didn't. No, we actually, didn't we didn't. No, you never did anything <laughs> like that. So may it go down in history <laughs> that on this day I actually broke up with you. And will you? And you're going to need to always remember that that I, you weren't, you, That's you, didn't, you didn't have the cojones to do it. I said it first. I did, and <laughs> I'm breaking up with you. Tag you're it." Because Infinity. you're cheating on me, period. Right. And like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so this is over and I did it. And so from then on, I never allowed that to happen to me anymore. Yeah, good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I wholeheartedly love that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I hate the thing. I was just telling Ruben and I were having an argument recently where I said, I feel like, you know, his way. So we have very different ways of handling conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really conflict avoidant and I'm really... <laughs> what you're what now? What I almost said you? conflicted. I, I was like, what am I? I um You're very I, conflict aggressive. I was, I was raised in a loud, mm. yelling, conflict heavy fa- mm. family. So um I'm comfortable with confrontations around conflict. Mm. Yeah. Um Ruben is conf- confrontation avoidant around conflict yes. is almost like the better way to say it. That's right. right. Um, so we were having this discussion where he said, first of all, he said, where I was like, you know, you, you know, you never, you don't really talk about like, you know, how meaningful, like I don't feel like I understand like if it's meaningful you to be here or not be here. Mm. And he goes, well, if one of us disappeared off the face of the earth, it would be really very impactful on the other. And I was like, Wait, <laughs> you were like, and then when you told me that story, you said, "I'm not going to eat your soup anymore that you make." Me. Yeah, I better, I better be wary of when you bring me soup. But it was also because I was like, I'm not talking about if I'm abducted by aliens, or if that I'm might not happen. I'm just talking about a breakup. I'm not talking yeah, about if I'm abducted, right. or or if I'm murdered and my body never found. <laughs> What are we talking about exactly? Disappearing here, off the face of the earth seems a little dramatic. Like I'm just wondering, like if I was still living in one house and you were living in another, how that would be, you know? Um, anyway, he. But but I, I told him that what I feel like he does sometimes when we're having issues is it's like he's like a cartoon character, like mm. slowly backing out on tiptoes, like bing 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 bing, bing you know. Like and then character. when I when I expose it, when I when I mm. confront it or question him, it's like he freezes. <laughs> <laughs> and waits until it's over, and then pink, 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 pink a little bit more. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, sorry, Ruben. Yeah, well, we can make fun of him because we love him. Yeah, we, we love him. Uh, so. Uh, uh, so the text challenge again was worst breakup ever. How'd you handle it? So we got a text. I uh, and again, text line nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. 
The text is, I cheated on a longtime boyfriend a bunch of times and then confessed it to him when I was wasted. I wanted to break up with him but didn't know how, so that's how I handled it. It was awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My guess is you were young. That's going to be my guess on that one. You were, I'm going to guess you were in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, this is kind of like what I just explained about that other, with these guys. And he wasn't the first one. There were many men who did that exact thing to me. They were just like, I don't want to deal with it. No. So I'm going to just kind of, you know, weasel. I'm going to just kind of head out the back door here. And I believe the kids call it notice. ghosting these days. Nowadays, people ghost each other. But back when, when we were in our 20s, that was not a, not a possibility because you could actually call people uh you could call people and and their roommates would answer. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, totally. <laughs> because it was, like, a, it was a house phone. Ah, day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was screening the calls. And <laughs> yeah. then eventually we got the little box that the had the box text said, ID. Yeah. Or the call and, ID, rather. And when I was, that was when I was, uh, I was uh, in love with uh, my uh, first married man. <laughs> who um, and oh. every time he called, the little caller ID would say, it, the n- number would pop up and it would say, unavailable. And I was like, wow, okay, thanks a lot, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, so, you just said a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did this caller ID know that? <laughs> so, um, you know, that was, a, that was the first smartphone. It was new, it was very smart. Yes. So, um, any, anyway, so those are, those are, uh, that, that breakup story is, it just said, you know, there's a lot of times too, that's the thing is where we do uh, really crappy things to each other. And uh, especially in our twenties, mm-hmm. I feel like at this, like at our age, like we're in our forties, that we can't. We, we now we're we we don't won't do. I won't. You I, won't. Yeah, no. We won't do that to people anymore no. because we really try hard to be uh, have more integrity and to take more responsibility for ourselves around uh, the way we treat the people we care about. Hopefully, but when in our twenties, like we make so many mistakes, mm-hmm. and so I think that's some of what we're talking and about. And so avoidant in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And, don't know what to do with all our various guilt and yes, you know whatever yes mistakes. Um, yeah, I and I that's... cheated. I cheated uh, on my very first real love was. Um, I mean, I'll just say his name because he's semi-famous. Should mm-hmm. I just say it? His name. Sure. His name's Nick Luca. Yeah, I've never I've... heard someone actually preface a name drop before. I mean, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Listen, people, I'm going to name drop right it now. It is my greatest be... regret that I didn't stay with him. And I also know that I never could have knowing myself that I always would have screwed it up. But, well, but what yeah, I did was Yeah, you just never I, know what people are going to be like throughout the years either. Right. But when I cheated on him, what I did, and that's how we ended, is I cheated on him by literally leaving him. I left him and I literally took the comforter that he was sleeping under. And I was like, I need that. And I, <laughs> I took it with me. <laughs> I was like, oh, I need that. Oh I was God. horrible. Insult to injury. Totally. And yeah. I took it with me and then drove all the way up from Tucson, Arizona, where we were living together up here to Portland, where I was where I was cheating uh, uh, on with, someone. Yeah. Uh, with him on with uh, someone on him with, with someone, someone on someone yeah and he was a hippie that you were cheating you you yeah. some hippie guy oh and then I gave and then I gave and then I gave uh, Nick Luca scabies oh lord that's because you did it with a hippie guy yeah exactly sorry I got, sorry and hippies I, and I lied my poor you, my poor friend Bevan who was like she, I was like geez. Bevan I'm just gonna tell him that I slept in your bed and that you had scabies in your bed and she was like really because <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joey I'm disgusting <laughs> exactly well. That's the thing about Ruben. You know the story that Ruben told at the uh, not the moth, but another storytelling show where his girlfriend in college yeah. gave him crabs and then yeah. convinced him yes that he got them some got other them. way and gave oh, them yeah. to her. Oh yeah, he was like, well, that's reasonable, even yeah. though it's totally. <laughs> <laughs> even though I didn't cheat on you, that seems even likely. though she was staying all night with like yeah. this German like 
yeah you know duke or we whatever horrible things yeah um we have a text i'm sorry to hear about your breakup thank you thank you yeah <laughs> I'm currently going through one right now that has me in such emotional pain. I ended up in the hospital due to being suicidal. Oh, I'm doing a little better now, but I'm 25. It's the first time I've ever been in love. He's younger and wasn't wanting to commit after jerking me around and even talked about getting married. I, I'm, I relate to feeling like it's all my fault. Now I'm dealing with quote unquote crazy shame. Oh God. Since he appears to be far less devastated than I am. Mm. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. I hate that. I hate that feeling. I hate it and too. And the assumption, and let me, t this is, so this is important. Let me tell you something. I'm assuming, are you, is this a woman? I'm assuming it's a woman. It could be, it could be a, a guy. It I'm not sure. Um, but I will but say this, that, that a lot crazy of. Crazy shame is often women. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, especially when they're, when the people, the break upper, the per person who's doing the breaking up, they tend to be um, really good at just you know cutting off feelings. And I mean, and and even if even if that's not going to be the case down the line, right now that's what they're going to do in order to get through it because that's what they want to do and that that's what they feel is right. And so I just want you to know that there. I promise you that that person has feelings too. Yeah. And uh, and <clears throat> they will come up when they come up but right now that person is probably either compartmentalizing mm -hmm. or is um is is putting up a clear you know wall around uh his feelings but but he's doing it to get through something that he feels like he needs to do which is to break up well and also people are just kind of jerks really and so That's true too. In, in the end Plus like younger than 25 like, which um, is like oh uh, please men in their 20s forget lord it of mercy. forget it Lord of mercy. I and so even, I will say I this. I know about them. One of the things that happens too is that people who end up doing the breakup think they're taking this kind of high road thing of like, mm -hmm. I'm going to be emotionally mature mm -hmm. and I'm taking care of myself and I'm doing this. And they actually just completely fail to like be human. Yeah. They completely fail to humanize you. They yes. dehumanize the other person. Yeah. Um, they become this like sort of robotic creature. Yeah. And it's really painful. It's so um, painful. And and I remember in my 20s, like having breakups with men and, and I, the way that I felt and the way that I acted were very different often in my 20s, but because um, I didn't like to be vulnerable. But the way that I felt oftentimes was like, what is, like, how is this person, how could this person sleep with me, say that they love me, um, you know, talk about the future. We can have this really great time. And then it just goes from that to like this very like, nope, yeah, I'm cut off from you. We're shut down. Mm -hmm. Like, I have nothing to say to you. Mm. I won't respond. You know, we don't have to have a conversation. Like it was always so confusing. It's so that's what I mean. It's so cruel. It's it's and you know, and then again, it's really hard. It's hard when you know that you want to be done or you at least want to end what's happening now and it's so hard to do. We have another text by the way that says shout out to Miles for breaking my heart. I still love you anyway, jerk. <laughs> I love it. Miles, yeah, Miles, you dog, you, yeah, Miles, come on now, <laughs> still getting props. Yeah, Miles shouldn't be getting any attention. <laughs> um, but, Ignore uh, that Miles in the corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean that's the thing, and also you know, I, again, I wanted to say I just wanted to follow up what I was saying about men in their twenties. The only people worse than men in their twenties are kindergartners. 
Okay. Yeah. In terms of sociopathic. I, I was going to say, and they are sociopathic straight up behavior. sociopaths. Seriously. Could care less. I think it's really funny when I say that feelings. about kids. And when my kid was a kid and I would say to other mothers, because they're little sociopaths and they would laugh like I was joking. And I'd be like, that's oh, not a no. joke. That's, that's <laughs> a real thing. We know we're parents. Don't you understand brains? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are actually sociopaths. Anywho. Um, so uh, we have more texts that have come in, but first we're going to take a break. And I just want to rem- remind everybody that we are talking, and it sounds like we're going to keep talking about this for a while as we're talking right now about breakups. And mm-hmm. our text challenge to you is to tell us about your breakups, uh, worst breakups maybe that you've had, how you got through it, anything like that. And our text no- line is 971-220-5979. We'll be right back with more texts and more talk about sex and relationships right after the break thanks thanks i've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you baby but i don't know about that as many times as we've loved and we've shared love and made love it doesn't seem to me like it's enough it's just not enough. It's just not enough. sex and tonight we're talking about breakups because I had a breakup and that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. And that's why we're talking about them. And it's the most important part of everybody's life tonight is that I had to go through a breakup and mm-hmm. I'm in a lot of pain about it and mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen uh, going forward with that but for now I'm in pain. <laughs> <laughs> so and you're and you guys are encouraged to text us with your stories of breakups or anything you might be going through related to a breakup or or like worse breakup stories if you have like a really intense uh, breakup story from the past 
um, how you got through breakups, anything like that, because breakups are so hard to get through, right. and there's really no good guidelines for it. And you know what else is really helpful when you're what? going through a breakup? Is calling and talking to yes. an incredible therapist. Right. Um, and her sidekick. <laughs> and her sidekick, Robin. Her sidekick, oh, Leslie. I am no Robin. I know you're not. I'm kidding. So you could call us too. What's, it, what's the number? I can't see that far. Well, okay. So you can either text us at 971-220-5979 with your breakup story or comments or whatever. Or you can call us at 503-233-9729. Trust me. People, people are texting and that is wonderful. Um, I love the text. But I also want to really reiterate to y'all that uh, we are lovely people to talk to. Would yeah. never, ever make you feel... Or, or, or do anything that would make you feel small or invalidated. We love you. Yeah. You can call us. Here's a text about a breakup. I had a girlfriend who spent the summer down in Santa Barbara, and she was hanging out with someone down there, and it was pretty obvious that they were together. But in my wishful rose-colored glass thinking, I just considered them friends, which was pure ignorance. She and this guy drove up together from Santa Barbara, didn't stop to see me here in Portland, kept going to Seattle where she dropped him off. I know that's horrible. Then came back down to Portland where we sort of lived together in the basement of this house in downtown Portland. And at some point we had a fight about the obvious reality of their relationship at about 3 a.m. She got up and drove away. I stupidly ran after her naked down the street. (laughs) (laughs) The moral of the story is don't sacrifice your dignity to keep your delusion balloons from popping. That's right. Beautiful. Don't pop your delusion balloons. Yeah, I love it. That's right. Yeah. Do pop your delusion. (laughs) Do pop Pop them. Allow them to pop. Pop your delusion balloons instead of instead of running down the street. Don't don't use your nudity and running down the public street to pop your delusion balloons. That's so sad. And yet that's so true. One of the things that I always want to remind people is how crazy people act during breakups but on both sides like people act looney tunes Mm -hmm. during breakups and divorces and people just act they're their worst selves and that's absolutely you know oh man seriously yeah so embarrassing it's very embarrassing. I really can't even look back on some of the stuff I did and feel good about. It. I mean, I, it's, it's like hard to. I'm I'm pretty transparent, right? Like I don't have a lot of boundaries. Don't yeah. have a lot of filters. This bothers people. People who are bothered by that are not my friends. Obviously, That's right. Right? Because That's right. Um, mostly because they don't want to be. But um, <laughs> they're like, well, I'm not bothered either. I'm like, just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. <laughs> but they're like, oh, stay away from her. Woo. Um, Looney Tunes. I'm not. I'm not really. I just don't have a lot of filters. No, I you're don't. Fine. I don't have a lot of compunction about talking about myself. And You're fun. What I, uh, oh, thank you. Of course you would say that. Fun times. But I want to definitely say that breakups are maybe the only time, some of the only times, I'm sure there are others, where I have done things that are so embarrassing mm-hmm. that when I look back on them, I shudder and don't want to look at them. During breakups? I can look at some severe trauma yeah. at this point in yeah. my life. Some really severe trauma yeah. in my formative life, in my uh-huh. childhood before I can look at some of the things I did as an adult during a breakup. Yes. So like, do you have an example? Can you tell us an example? Let me think about it. Okay. I'll tell you later Okay. in the show, I promise. I'll tell at least one of them. Okay. Okay. Here's another text in the meantime. I think the worst way to break up with someone is to ghost them. That happened to me recently and it's infuriating what's wrong with people. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, I mean, ghosting people is horrible. I hate that it's a thing now. It's so, it's so mm-hmm. sad because, you know, as a parent, I want my kids to grow up 
knowing how to communicate and taking mm-hmm. responsibility for themselves and taking responsibility for their feelings. And, and also like, being a, being comfortable having Being kind, feelings. yes, exactly. <laughs> like being comfortable knowing that something isn't working and saying that. And saying that. You and can being say like, that and be kind. If, yes. someone tr- if someone flips out yes. when you have said spoken the truth and you have been kind about it, yes. first of all, I want people to know how to do that. Yes. And even if it's hard and that person flips out, that's on them. Yes. But it's kind of on you. Mm -hmm. It's definitely on you, I should say. If you just disappear from someone. It's so bizarre. I mean, it's so true. What is wrong with people with that stuff? Mm -hmm. It's so, it's like I had a, uh, you know, speaking of breakups, I had a a breakup with a friend uh, in my early 30s who, who it was the first time I was ever ghosted because this was like pre, this was when uh, cell phones were very new and... Um, and so that it wasn't a thing yet. People weren't talking about ghosting. So I didn't, I didn't call it ghosting at the time. I was just like, she literally just never called me back mm-hmm. <laughs> and never spoke to me again. And, and, and then I ran into her a few years later at a new seasons and, um, and I went up to her and, you know, she was one of my best friends. We were like best friends. I know. And I went up to her and I was so hurt and I went up to her and said, I, you know, we, we chatted for a moment and then I said, so I'd really like to know what happened. And she just like grinned and Ew. then said nothing. It was so weird and psycho. It was yeah. so crazy. I was like, oh, you're crazy. Did she, That's what Did happened. she grin with dead eyes? Like a, a little bit, yeah. Like a like a Joan Crawford yeah. horror kind of grin? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, or Betty Davis, really. Betty yeah. Davis is well And that. that's who you are if you ghost people. Yeah. You're that person with dead eyes. Yeah. I got it's ghosted from okay. a friend one time, too, and it still bothers me. Right. It's just so mean. Mm-hmm. It's so mean because you're leaving the person to have all sorts of crazy delusions and projections about what actually happened and who, who what yeah. you think it's of really them. Mean. And I hate being ignored. Yeah, it's And, terrible. you know, my oldest friend, Tanya, won't mind me saying that. I will not be ignored, Dan. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's my alter ego. Oh, I just wish you wouldn't tell people that. Um, Why? Because then they wouldn't want to date me? Well, I mean, (laughs) would they be crazy? Because because I'm like Glenn Close and I might wear your bunnies? I I mean, you're not. That's not your alter ego. It's one of my, it's an alter ego in that I I don't actually live, I've never actually done anything that bad. and And I certainly don't actually live it out. And I, it's just, it's something that I always feel like this. I always feel like they're, my alter egos are one brains switch away from me losing it and then I would become Glenn Close from Fatal Attraction. But I'm like a switch away. That's all I'm saying. I'm like a switch away. Like I'm not saying that That's it's... That's daunting. But here I am. This far I, into my life and it's never <laughs> happened. So, okay. you know, and I've been through a lot. So I feel okay. like at this point it's not going to happen. But I, it's more like I get it. That's kind of how I feel. <gasps> and then you said and then you scared me the way you said that. God. Scary, you yeah. can text us at 971-220-5979. Speaking of breakups, mm-hmm. maybe I'm going close this this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Don't be afraid. Don't you be guys, afraid. Don't believe her when she says that. My breakup She's very reasonable. She's very reasonable. But I might, even I even might when she has breakups, and... even when Carrie has breakups and she <laughs> might have sometimes some like magical thinking very around breakups and she might have some things like I want to do this or I want to do that. <laughs> the difference is that she would never actually do them, I and she never actually. has. And so, I you know what? It I is? just feel like you misrepresent yourself when you say that. But, but the reason why is because I think it's more like this. It's like I am actually 
incredibly sane. And I think that there's a part of me that you're drawn to wishes I weren't. Yeah, Yeah. I'm drawn to nutters. And I kind of I wish I weren't because I just want to like I just want to like let all that go. You're frightened by the devil and drawn to those who aren't afraid. That's right, Joni Mitchell. Mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. So there we go. But, you know, I would I would love it if actually I could just lose it and, you know, you know, go over. You want to wreck your stockings and jukebox dive? I do. Yeah, and the reason men can't be with me is because I'm selfish and I'm sad. Yeah. Just any any other thing. any other journey quotes? <laughs> we could go on all night. Yeah, that's we a could. different show. Yeah, nine nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. There's never enough time for Joni quotes. No. That's why. Yeah. Then you just have to come camping with us in the summer, sing yeah. all the songs. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right. Well, maybe we have have we have we have we exhausted the breakup thing i don't know oh i was gonna tell you guys well it's not, oh, yeah. are we skipping our last break or what are we doing no we're gonna okay. have a break we'll take it in just a second. so yeah. i'll tell you this very quickly this is the most this is the most awful thing and and when i say awful i mean embarrassing like i can't even believe i did this it's so gross and i hate it so much and okay so um i broke up with someone and i was just really irritated that he seemed fine mm-hmm. which we talked about earlier that you know this that woman wrote in that he was just kind of like no seems good to me yeah. all right That's okay how they always act. and i was like what um but also like to him still trying to be like hmm, yeah mm. no probs right yeah. but then when he wasn't around i was like what yeah. and so i actually wrote to our mutual friend justin mm. um and asked him to this is this is like so it was on myspace actually so okay. it was before facebook so <laughs> um and before my daughter and everything so it's so in my tw- late 20s early 30s probably so the then you know I was a full-grown adult. And I was like, Justin, you should write like things to me on my MySpace wall that make it look oh, like you're interested look, in oh. me. Like you should flirt with me. <laughs> to create it's, jealousy. Like, there's just nothing more pathetic than having to implore a friend to flirt with me and fake <laughs> on so- a social media page. Yeah. I mean, it was really, really humiliating. Yeah. And also the... The trying to create jealousy thing always backfires. Oh it's God, not it's a good ridiculous! Idea. I was insane. No, I was I was I was having a momentary. Yeah, but you were a child. Let's face it. You were like what twenty? I was no. I was old, I was like oh. probably thirty. Oh, you were. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It really drove me crazy. That I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm not ones. always. I'm not always emotionally no. stable. No, I mean, no. Anyone who knows me knows. That's don't don't. True. You don't have to like overreact. <laughs> you don't have to overcompensate as if it's like the most absurd thing I've ever said. <laughs> no, not you, Leslie. Not you. <laughs> no. Oh come not on. At all. That is really That's rude. Really, that is so rude. I can't. I not, can say it, but you can't. Like that at all. Wow. Oh. That oh good one. That was that, the wrong I mean, one. Yeah. I meant to do see. this. <laughs> that is so rude. That's so rude. <laughs> when someone says I'm not always emotionally stable, and you're like, oh, not you. Just keep it rose on her toes. Right there. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. I swore, but you know, don't yeah. say terrible things about me if you. I didn't say anything terrible about you. I said I said that you are some. You sometimes have uh, feelings. Uh, you don't, so I can see why that you would yeah. say that. Yeah. Because <laughs> we didn't spend all day Monday with your feelings. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> um, so we are going to take one more break. Don't forget to text us in the meantime at 971-220-5979 about breakups, about your breakup, about your worst breakup, about a breakup you might be yeah, in. Yeah, give us a of. juicy story. I like the naked yeah. one. Yeah, the naked one was great. Okay, uh, we'll be right back. Bye. Support for X-Ray FM comes from Taboo Video. With the latest adult video releases, toys, lingerie, and more in an inviting atmosphere, 
Taboo has been a source for adult entertainment to the Pacific Northwest for over 25 years. More information at TabooVideo.com or at their locations in Portland and Vancouver. sex and you won't mind if I start crying because <laughs> Joni Mitchell I just, just had to pick carry up off the, the floor things, so just said the things that pained me and that I feel uh, mm-hmm. related to my breakup um, all of my favorite women feel that way about Joni Mitchell that's the thing Joni Mitchell speaks to She's our truths as women pretty much the best and I want to say when she chose when our producer chose that song I was like wow because when I was in my 20s I was engaged for the first time mm-hmm. and I um when we broke up and he was moving out of our apartment, I was just lying on the bedroom floor and I remember it was like orange sort of twilight light in the bedroom and I was just listening to, the, I was listening to Blue and that song came on and I fell asleep and it was so awful. And then I woke up like with that feeling that you have when you're a little kid and you, you cry until you fall asleep mm. and then you wake up and you feel kind of like stuffed up and weird. Yes. Oh yeah. gosh, I hate. Yeah. I'll never was, forget that moment, though. I might, I might remember that moment of falling asleep to a River and crying over the the guy moving out, my ex fiance mm. moving out. Even though I wanted, I wanted it. It was just so hard because I liked him so much. And then yes. that feeling. Yeah. And those songs, those breakup songs, man, mm-hmm. they will kill you every time. Mm-hmm. Speaking of kill you, we have this text. Uh, if we have terrible fantasies of hurting our ex, is that actually bad if we don't act on them? I'm pretty sure people plan to murder their exes all the time, or at least let the world 
No, they have a tiny penis. <laughs> Aww. Um, so I don't know. I, I've reached a point. Um, Mushroom I, cap. Yeah, there are very, very few exes of mine that I wanted to murder, actually. Uh, I, in fact, I would say one. There was one. There was one that I wanted to murder, and only because he tried to ruin my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, had he not done that, I wished him well. I mean, in general, I kind of like wish people, you know, I, I feel sad and um, and sometimes hurt and sometimes even a little angry. And but that guy, yeah, that guy, I was like, I was like, you know, I hope he eventually finds a way to be happy in his life. Until he tried to ruin my career, and then I was like, well, now I hate him and want him dead. I mean, he really did. He actively tried to. Yeah. So messed up. And I will say that that is a good example. His actions are a good example of someone figuratively trying to murder you. Yeah. I mean, really, it was... I like, he didn't never, get a hitman. He didn't do... Yeah. A, but he was trying to kill you through taking away all of your most valuable, important things. Yeah. And I had never, ever had anybody treat me like that because I didn't know people behaved like that. Like, well, as grown-ups. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally. That just seemed bizarre. And it was amazing, too, because I was... How shameful that I'd been in a relationship with him, a person who would do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it has certainly... Uh, I mean, I wish it would make me more careful quite honestly, of the people I've dated since, because it hasn't. Um, and it should. I should really keep that in mind. Uh, and we have a text, how do you feel about staying friends with exes? Well, I think it's possible after some time has passed. Mm -hmm. You always have to have some time passed, though. I have a lot of friends who are exes. Yeah. But, I mean, I did date everyone I ever knew. Because it's really hard when you love somebody and they're in your heart, and then to it's it makes no sense and is really wrenching and awful when you just never see them again. That's something, you know, and they're never in your life again. I have a number, I have so many of my exes I've never seen again, never talked to again, and that makes mm -hmm. me sad. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have a lot of those too. But I feel like I'm on good terms, oddly, because, you know, mm -hmm. when she was talking about crazy shame, like, I definitely lived with that a lot because mm. there's always, that happens to women a lot, the thing of, like, you know, She's a lunatic, just yeah. if you're sad or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I'm friends with like all the ones that were the most important. I feel like I'm on mm. really good ground with for the most part. Like one of my very favorite, my first, you know, real, real love. That's right. Where, where he's my one of my favorite men, and I we're, know, that's we're wonderful. friends. And I'm friends with his wife. That's right. I mean, it's been over 20 years, so no one's mm -hmm. like, that's weird. Like no mm -hmm. one has any of that weird. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Justin, that's right, Justin. Lots of lots of exes. I um I live with my uh, first ex husband, and mm -hmm. he's my like best friend. I mean, I uh, one of my best friends. I really wish he's my. Um, I mean, we have a whole new relationship now that is like much deeper and more wonderful. We're just not romantic, mm -hmm. and we uh, live with our children. So mm -hmm. there's that. They co-parent. Yeah, that's and it's wonderful. amazing, you guys, because they don't have like. They, when she first told me about this a, f a few years ago now? Yeah, we've, we've been friends like, I don't know. Well, no, I mean, when you when oh. he moved back in. Oh, oh, yeah, it's been like three years. Well, uh -huh. Yeah, and when she first mentioned this to me and she explained it, I was like, whoa, like, why doesn't everybody do that? It's like yeah. how I just understood that year-round school is like totally the, <laughs> the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> but not everybody um, can do it. It was really unique what... Uh, how both how it happened well, and, yeah. and the work we did to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, certainly not everyone can do it because mm -hmm. if you if you didn't get along in your marriage and then mm -hmm. you can't get along out of your marriage, mm -hmm. you shouldn't do that to your kids, right? And or we didn't you. and we didn't do a bunch of stuff to hurt each other no. uh, when getting out of them during the marriage or getting out of it. Right. So we were really thoughtful and careful with each other. But because they were able to do that, they made this decision that hey, why don't we just co-parent as roommates and 
um, then our kids never their kids never have to leave their home. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's we're really like, cool. Our kids are like are like they feel like they have married parents who don't fight. Right. Well, oh, I know what it was that was so uh, amazing. Was originally when you first did that, you mm-hmm. both lived in the house, but you and you left. That's Oh, no, yeah, right, right. When you first did this before right. you decided to be roommates. That's right. Before you divorced Jim, right. you got a, you had an apartment. Yeah. Remember? Oh, and yeah, he the had studio Michelle's. apartment. And we so move in and out. Yeah, when it was your no, off he week. Would, he would also go to the studio apartment. Oh, he would go to the studio apartment. Mm-hmm. So they would share the studio apartment on their off weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, they would, they would, but the kids never had to leave. They right. left, which that was what I was trying to get yes. to, actually. I couldn't remember. I was like, there was something more to that. That's what it was. Yeah. Because you don't even have to, you don't have to be able to live with someone to do that. But that's, that's right. And I'm, and I'm not saying that that would work for everyone because you have to rent an apartment, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying and like. And you have to like actually you know, live in the same place where right, your ex right. lives if you don't, you know, if you can't stand your ex or if you're still triggered by him, that right. would be really hard. There's some, there's some, there's some certain, there's a certain privilege to being able to do that. But yeah. I also think that that's a pretty cool thing if you can get away with it. Not exactly. having your kids uprooted every week. And, yeah. Yeah. Know. It was really cool. And now it's now it's like I mean really I don't want to change my living situation I'm, I I I love my living situation I love living with him and I don't want to change that I love him too Yeah he's pretty wonderful I love him Everyone If you're listening I love you He never listens God but, uh, now I don't love him as much <laughs> So listen <laughs> um Remember, we'll we'll be here in the studio next week, yeah. Yeah, we have and then week here. The following week will be a recorded show that we are doing with a live audience. Yes, at it's Kelly's be Olympian. So fun! We really yeah. want you people to come. You yeah. people get yeah. there. So um, you'll have all kinds of opportunities. And to it's a either, Friday. It's a Friday night. Yeah. Like, what are you doing the next to, day? Nothing. Yeah. You don't need to do anything. That's right. Just you. It's can not even sleep that late in. anyway. I no, mean, it's, it's like only just, nine to ten. Yeah. And and you get an opportunity to talk to us about whatever you want, either to our faces with the little microphone, or you can write it and still have anonymity in the audience. Right, just like texting, but mm-hmm. with pen and paper. Yeah, like I'll teach old, you how to old, do it. Old world of texting. I'll meet you millennials. Well, I'll notes. teach you how it works. That's what it was. Passing notes was texting in the I past. Now, I know. I want to go through the garage world. and get my box of notes from grade school yeah. and go on mortified so badly. Oh, that's a great idea. Anyway, that's a yeah. whole other thing. So yeah. Kelly's Olympian is at 426 Southwest Washington Street downtown, and that is on September 7th. Mm-hmm, which um, is a Friday. Friday. From 9 to 10. And, mm-hmm. um, and we would love to meet you and have you there. And we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. And we'll hang out afterward a little bit if you want to, you know, if you want to meet us and... If you, you know. want to bring us presents? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's not what you meant? Okay. Well, no, you don't have to bring presents. You want to buy us drinks or you want to <laughs> like, you know, you want to compliment <laughs> us if you want to Whatever. Tell us how great we are. We're buy there me, for that. Buy me a taco. You want to buy Leslie a taco? <laughs> if you want to. I'm not going to say the thing that just came to my mind. Was um, it about a taco? It was. Remember when that person was like, I saw Patty Smith at the taqueria. And I was like, did she ask for a bite of your taco? <laughs> and then everyone was like, ew. And I was like, what? I really, it was a taqueria. <laughs> I really meant it that way. Everyone went to their dirty places. Yeah. Dirty birdies. All right. DJ right. Ed is here and he's DJ smiling. Ed, he laughed yeah. at my joke. I you know. know what? He's really supportive. I know. And then he also he also gave me a sad face after Joni Mitchell because he heard about my breakup and he was very moved. Yeah. And he was like letting me know that he supported me and cared. I'm sure that you read all of that in that look. Yep. <laughs> I did. Really? Yeah. DJ Ed is DJ Ed's our, very expressive. He, he moves his eyebrows <laughs> and it says, I am very supportive of your breakup. I feel really... <laughs> A lot. You are still very beautiful, and I think you would be a lovely partner. <laughs> That's what I got from it. I have a friend I, you should meet. <laughs> anyway. 
That's a lot to say with those eyebrows, DJ That's Ed. That's what he does. That's what he does. All right. Stay tuned for DJ Ed. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week here on Casual Sex. We will be live in the studio. Don't yeah. forget to send us your emails. Read it real quick. Oh, yeah. Send us your emails at, uh, at uh, what do we send it? Oh, advice. Advice, advice. at xray.fm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can also, by the way, e- uh, send us a voicemail at 971-270-0295. And we'd love to hear from you. That's our time. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, love is in your eyes, the look your heart can't disguise, the look.